I'm Review Cultist. I'm Aaron J. Shelton. And I'm Vince. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Halo Creepypastas. Yeah, that's right. We're doing not one, but two Creepypastas for Halo. Uh, and I have some special guests. Yeah, would you say you're finishing the fight? <laughs> or, or are yeah. we or are we just being arbiters about this creepypasta uh yeah it's just like it's ron perlman is like review cultist mom tell me what you're doing there on that ship sir <laughs> finishing this fight <laughs> hey chief i oh, heard no. you were into creepypasta <laughs> cortana downloads it for me and reads it to me before a battle Oh my god. <laughs> Chief, are you telling me Cortana reads you a bedtime story? Man, Spartans are weird. Actually, they're they're battle time stories. <laughs> she fixes me a warm bottle of blood. Well shoot, Chief. Maybe I need to get into some of those battle time stories. Wraps me in my shield. Mmm. <laughs> yes um and scene so yeah. hello <laughs> and scene yeah uh so uh, for yeah for actually this is a nice little segue um this has also been a ploy uh because um i wanted you guys on here uh because i wanted to hear vince do sergeant johnson voice <laughs> especially after uh the the sergeant johnson impression you did uh for your your own uh kami house party creepypasta readings so <laughs> Oh yeah, I I I knew the assignment. I understood it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're we're gonna cover two Halo stories. Uh, one is called um the first one will be called uh, Halo Three Death Edition, <laughs> all caps. <laughs> um, and the other one is Halo Beta. So, um, I suppose we'll start off with the uh, the shorter one. <laughs> um, this one only clocks in about a about a page and a half according to google docs uh halo 3 death edition is by imaginary stencils on gaming creepypasta.fandom.com slash wiki um so you can check it out there if you wish <laughs> um but uh yeah um let's uh i guess dive into the rundown for this one uh so this guy named george he's a fan of halo 3 um like loves the halo games and there's this one time that his friend i think his name is nathan or no michael um wanted him to play halo 3 with him but then uh, george said he couldn't but then he decided he could went over there like went over to michael's house um and then realized he uh yeah, you might want to help me out on this one. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's it. There's no. Uh, let's just say this for for first for the sake of this. Uh, Halo Three Death Edition doesn't have any um, formatting whatsoever. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So it's pr- it's like a dense like page and a half. It it's um, a weird, beautiful mess. Yeah, to me, because uh, it, it's. I, but I think the base story is uh, essentially I'm playing this game. It's a new version of this game, um, and then I get sucked into the game. But then it turns into like a weird body. I, body I don't know what the genre thing. is. Yeah, because he becomes like yeah. there's like a, a weird blue slime thing that like eats him, and then he wakes up back in his bed, and then he th- uh, he then Halo Three is back on the screen, and he like freaks out because he thinks the game's cursed, and throws his controller at the screen, and then the black ooze comes out of his screen again and eats him, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it turned like his friend his friend Michael wanted to play Halo Three, he wanted to play on uh, George wanted to play online, Michael wanted him to play. Uh, in person or perhaps that might have been vice versa and then michael said he didn't want to be his friend anymore and so george goes to michael's house but then goes home again only to come back to michael's place and find out that michael has been murdered (laughs) and it's possibly by george (laughs) yeah um (laughs) it's it's one of those things where i i can relate to having a friendship fight and like yeah. really wanting to just like no if i if i just show up at your house i'll fix everything like, <laughs> nobody does that one uh and two yeah th- this the the formatting aided in the confusion of like exactly who was mad at who and yeah. <laughs> and i'll be honest yelling at who yeah and like i'll be honest it like and then like over the course of it like yeah that black ooze thing like eats him and after he gets angry at his screen and throws a computer or throws his controller and like cracks the screen. And then he wakes up in the game as master chief <laughs> and then goes through the game and gets eaten again by the black ooze and then wakes up in his bed and then realizes he's Michael and he's being chased by George. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he runs to like a, a gas station seeking help. But then Michael's on the other side of the counter and like, and like, it's just very it honestly felt like somebody had a dream or a nightmare mm-hmm. <laughs> and jotted that down. <laughs> and that's what this creepypasta is, is somebody's like unfiltered halo fueled creepy, like 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 nightmare dream. <laughs> yeah. Like lucid dreaming gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like all I wanted to do was be Master Chief in my dreams. But all I could think about was my friend George and or Michael. And thus I became him who killed me. And I also played Hal, uh, <laughs> quote, oh, three. Yeah, yeah, Hal, quote, <laughs> I saw, yeah, that's Hal, quote, oh, three, three. It was Michael's, yeah, just for like, as a quote, it's like, it was Michael's house. I was playing Hal, quotation, oh, three. And I mean, like, that's just a grammar issue, but like, yeah, that, I mean, that's a lot in the story. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's basically, I guess that's, that's the closest we're going to get to a rundown, I think, <laughs> is mm-hmm. um, this kid, like, just spiraled into madness <laughs> or, or a dream sequence that he couldn't escape. Um, so we usually, you know, on, on El Dente Rigor uh, Mortis, we usually start things off with, uh, after a rundown with um, <clears throat> everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions at this point. Um, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to do this one here, like this quote here. Uh, okay. And then I'm, that's what this is the only quote I have for the Grand Inquisition for this story. Um, when the drop pop 
got released, there was no diluge. So I think it needs like when the drop pod got released, <laughs> there was no dialogue. <laughs> but like again, just spelling and like an issue. But honestly, that's why I'm. Th- this is the only one I'm gonna I'm gonna mention because there are so many spelling errors and issues with the formatting grammatically. This entire story just kind of needs a a look over, <laughs> maybe a couple of times to be cleaned up and like <laughs> reformatted. <laughs> Kind of like a bad uh, game <laughs> or like when, when a game uh, inst- doesn't install properly, you have to reformat a couple times. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, speaking of like just reformatting, I had to quickly reformat my brain at this third to last <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Go for it. Then I died because it hurt a lot. And then I woke up. I was in Halo 3. Like. Just. Just yeah. beautiful. Then I died because it hurt a lot. Like. <laughs> <laughs> poetic yeah it's it's yeah true true uh poetry right there <laughs> this is I, so what i like about this one and i do i honestly like a lot of this because there, of there is how some, unhinged it is yeah there is some good fr- like in there in the core <laughs> so like but whether or not this is like a sincere attempt or mm-hmm. For half halfway through, I'm just like, is this a troll post? Is this a troll pasta? It, it could have been, yeah. Either way, I am so down with this because you get bangers. Hold on, I think I can find it. Um, but before the black slime ate me, I went and hid Michael's body so it wouldn't be found. Also, I got out and then I wanted to play Halo 3 ODST. <laughs> Hashtag relatable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, if we know. Five ODST came out. Whatever I was doing afterwards, I was like, you know what? I could go for some ODST. You know, you, yeah. You just like, you know what? I feel like after bear, after after disposing of my friend's body that I've murdered, <laughs> playing some OD, uh, Halo Three ODST. This will soothe my soul. War. <laughs> yeah, honestly, at that time, Gear Gears Two would have yeah. been out. Just controlling the Xbox community zeitgeist. Yeah, because like that was around the same because Halo 3 ODST had um the they they kind of like adopted the same kind of like multiplayer game style as Gears 2 did with the uh the horde mode. Yep. So yeah, I do remember that. Like, oh, like because I remember playing ODST and I'm just like, oh, they're just take those, it's just this is just horde mode or like wave mode from uh from Gears 2. <laughs> and lo and behold, they never put it in another Halo game. For whatever reason, I don't know why, but <laughs> don't know, don't know why. It seemed like in the Halo Infinite genre, uh, it would have fit really nicely into whatever multiplayer package they were coming up with, and then they were like, I don't know, we want yeah. skins instead of game modes. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's Finally. where it was, like skins and 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 like um, upgrades or, or uh, things that you could like do like after a uh, for like a for a cooldown or something like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, I have, I have some actual thoughts for this <laughs> with quotes. Um, so I'll, I'll bring this one up now. Um, anyways, I said yes. And I went over to his house to play Halo three, but I went back home because I remember I have Xbox live when I got back, I joined his party, but he said he wanted me to come over. So this is like when like he's getting invited to his friend's place and then he realized, wait, I have, I have Xbox live. I'll just, so I just love this idea, this whole scene like turning out where like he walks over to his buddy's place who asked him to go play Halo 3. 
then like right before he's about to knock on the door he's like wait i have xbox live and just turns back around and goes home <laughs> like in that oh. comedic like realization of like wait and just like 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 that awkward like he's about to knock on his friend's door to like go inside and it's like wait i have xbox live we can do this just do this online <laughs> if if you have never gotten had the pure joy of a halo land party Oh, I I have. <laughs> it's it's that <laughs> I, I the, this this Michael character or this George character. What a fool for yeah. not going yeah, through like, with this. Couch co-op is superior to online, in my opinion. Truly, but, truly. Um, like Blood Gulch. Uh, oh my God. One team has a TV down in somebody's basement. The other team has a TV in the yes. living room. So I, I've got a story to tell about that. Then, <laughs> yes. uh, in high school. Um, I, uh, we, my buddies and I, like, we had like, we had about 16 of us and we all wanted to live the dream and do a 16 man link up party. My dad, who has a bunch of electrician gear at the time, had a, like, uh, had acquired a professional, like a, uh, like an office building, like router, like, uh, for like, uh, with the, uh, cables and stuff of that you can plug in for the, um, for Xbox and stuff. And I, I borrowed it and it was like 32 links in it. So like we could have 16 Xboxes and 16 TVs. And I remember we had at least three instances where we all like got, went over to somebody's house and did that and just probably blew that person's power bill. Absolutely. <laughs> Running 16 TVs and Xboxes. And at once. Xbox for every person. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we lived the dream like two or three times before, oh. like that before those days were were done. <laughs> Jeez, jeez. Oh. Oh. I mean, do, if some... land parties, land parties still exist, right? You oh, can yeah. still do a land party. I think people still want. Hell, my my friends, like the friends that I still have from those days, still want to do one at some point. <laughs> That's good. Keep that alive, because that is something like it's. Just to get on my, I'm an old man gamer soapbox. <laughs> Bring back couch co-op. You know how awful it is to not be able to play Halo with your friends sitting next to you, or any yeah. game that, for yeah. that matter, sitting next to you. It, like, I know, like Halo. I know that was the biggest like cry out for when Halo Infinite came out, uh, like last last year, was that. They were gonna bring out multiplayer, like um, like couch co-op kind of multiplayer stuff. Oh no, I think it was the co-op uh, aspect of it wasn't going to be released for like another couple of months after the initial release. And it was like, you fools. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's devastating. I did. I have gone back because I read on Reddit. I trust Reddit. Reddit said, <laughs> Hey guys, Halo's okay. Now you, you can play Halo <laughs> multiplayer again. Um, which I think it's just like, yes, I agree. It's much better than it was at launch. It's been years though, and I've already got new shooter habits. Like I'm playing the finals. Like yeah. Call of Duty, it, the new one is 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 still good Call of Duty multiplayer. And yeah, I don't know. I think it's just like every every so often now, it it seems like our our tentpole first person shooters like Halo are just gonna have to go through this like sallow period of being bad before they can be good again so but i don't i don't know when the next like good halo is coming because who knows what microsoft's gonna do yeah um, especially since halo infinite like it sounded like they were trying to do that as like we're just gonna push out 
like update after update and that's going to be the next couple of halo games is just through infinite <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which had me really has me really scared honestly because that was what they were going to do with anthem <laughs> and look what happened to anthem <laughs> oh everyone plays that still right uh, the still yeah, a viable yeah. game yeah everyone yeah, loves sure. it anthem, uh, uh, available on game pass <laughs> yeah also why do i want to play halo right now when i can play pal world <laughs> don't don't start <laughs> Because you know, you know, I built a pal workbench last night, oh, so God. I'm very close to guns. <laughs> yeah. Is it made of pals? It's made with their blood. <laughs> oh, sorry, sweat and tears. Sorry, blood, sweat, and yes. tears. Yeah. All right, so back to the story. <laughs> um, uh, another quote I have here, and it, this sort of encapsulates like my feelings about like what I think is actually really uh, might be really cool about this story. Um, so. I threw the controller at the screen and then black slime started coming out of the cracks and it went and ate me. I woke up in the room with the large sign that said I was the bad guy. I knew I wasn't the bad one. The black stuff came uh, came back and ate me again. And then I was on my bed. My TV was on again. I, I, I was going to say this this feels like someone wrote down their nighttime, their nightmare. Like, like I had said earlier, like this feels like a, somebody had written down their nightmare and, and like, because just with like all the dream logic and like how things progress narratively in the story, it feels very much like a dream. It's just like, mm-hmm. there's no, re- like there's, there, there's an organic nonsensical sense to it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. It's just like, uh <laughs> what is going on it's like just the yeah the black slime coming out of the crack in the tv eating him he wakes up somewhere saying he's the bad guy but i'm not the bad guy <laughs> it's that well, billy eilish song <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i do like that billy is channeled here um billy needs yeah. to be channeled everywhere we can but uh i also like the imagery of the black sludge or black goo being the vehicle for like a body switch horror kind of element. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know if you guys saw the new Netflix body switch comedy that came out over the holiday season called switch. And it, it takes the body switch comedy and throws it on its head because the whole family switches bodies. Uh, oldest son and dad, uh, middle daughter and mom then here here's the special part here's here's where you never you never saw this coming baby and dog oh my god what which is the most terrifying (laughs) like to me as a human being the most terrible i i love my cat but you you tell me that i'm gonna wake up after playing halo and i'm in the body of my cat More oh, no. more scary than than the scariest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, Especially I was like, thinking that. Sorry, ba- uh, baby and dog. That's so no change. <laughs> Literally <laughs> no change. <laughs> yeah, basically smooth no sailing. <laughs> um. Also, it's just like I hope. Like I was like, hope that swap is uh is reversible because like dogs have a very limited lifespan compared to humans. <laughs> Exactly. That's even more terrifying. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, that's all, when you when you just describe that as like so it's Freaky Friday, but if they had made it a TV series and it and it was the sequel to Freaky Friday that never got that never happened. <laughs> yeah, like the the Freaky Friday Christmas special of the series that never was. Yeah, starring <laughs> Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms as mom and dad. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> with special guest appearances from Paul Shear, uh, King Batch. Of Vine fame. <laughs> uh, there's like a bunch of like weird little cameos in that movie, but it's not good. And hence I've forgotten all of them. <laughs> nice. Is that the show with um, uh, Enid from uh, Wednesday? Like that Ooh, actress? Not, not a show, not a okay. show. It was a, ho- it's just like a holiday m- movie special that Netflix did. Okay. That was like, that was her with Jennifer Gardner, I think as well. Right. I think you're right. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was. That was uh, you said it was like it was Netflix and it was uh, like Jennifer Gardner. I was like, wait, is this was this what that other show that that actress was in? <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, so another thing. So a lot of there's a lot of uh, video game creepypasta tropes out there, and and what I'm about to quote is one of them <laughs> in the story. Um, I took out the Halo Three disc and knew it was bad, but. I wanted to play, so I put it back in and played it again. <laughs> ah, classic video game creepypasta trope of getting very creeped out by this cursed, haunted video game, but being too damn intrigued to keep playing, to, to not keep playing. <laughs> like, I cannot tell you how many times that happens in a creepypasta involving your haunted video game, where like the person's like, you should stop playing this game. It's clearly haunted or cursed but it intrigues me. <laughs> it's like that, that <laughs> meme from, uh, from the, uh, um, uh, knives Daniel... out. Hmm? yeah, knives out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. With Daniel Craig, <laughs> um, Mr. Benoit Blanc. Yeah, well, exactly. I had to put the, the cartridge back in the N64 <laughs> because it intrigued me. Yeah. I had solved the mystery of its hauntedness long before, but something called to me. Yeah. I just couldn't get away from Master Chief and Sergeant Johnson. <laughs> um, and actually, speaking of Sergeant Johnson, uh, this quote I have. Um, when I started, only Sergeant Johnson was there. He said in a scary voice, You are the bad one. I then suddenly realized I had gone to Michael's house and killed him. And that my, and that my name wasn't really George. It was... In all caps, bad one. <laughs> the black stuff came out from the floor, and then I was back in the room with the sign. <laughs> hey, hey, bad one, who you calling black stuff? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I don't think I'm not I bad am... one. I'm Michael. I mean, I'm George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever had a the the cool idea slash dumb idea whiplash hit me so hard <laughs> um like i like in this story alone like i really like the short moment where i thought oh there's a horror thing where, here where george actually went over and killed his friend before going home and having those memories like covered up by uh by the weird part of of mike uh of mike not wanting to play with his friend anymore like you know how like in movies or in horror stories and stuff like when it's revealed that the killer or that the, the, the protagonist actually is the killer the whole time. And like their mind is just like covered up those thoughts or memories. 
Mm-hmm. I actually just watched a movie yesterday about that, um, or that had a similar like theme, uh, called Where's Rose on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, Tubi. Yeah. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, is Rose? Wait, I'm thinking of a a different creepy thing because there's a, I forget if it's Prime or Netflix, but it it has it's called Red Rose and it's about an app that drives people. I'd kill. heard of that. Yeah, no, it's it's um, different it's, from that one. Yeah, yeah, it's I think Scottish, but keep going. Yeah, no, it, yeah. So like, yeah, that whole thing where like again, and you see it in a lot of psychological horror stuff where like the character like it's revealed like oh wait no I'm the killer because I killed my friend or and I've, I covered it up and stuff like that, and then to have like all that cool idea like there, and then just go and use like i wasn't named george i am named bad one <laughs> just kind of spoiled the mood in the moment <laughs> for me like immediate because like, i started laughing literally as soon as i started like i'm i'm not george i'm bad one <laughs> so yeah it, it was like it had a potential in there where it's like oh cool the character there's actually a really cool moment no it just died <laughs> <laughs> There's wow. there's this weird guilt theme going through it as yeah. well, which is like that. I mean, that gets lost very quickly, unfortunately, <laughs> but, uh, just like I didn't go over to my friend's house when they wanted to. And now I'm here's my here's my nightmare about my guilt and all these <laughs> video game characters telling me I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sure like I'm sure like I don't I don't know who I can't know who the, uh, how old this person was that wrote this story so like this might be like a middle schooler or like a, a young a young kid who wrote this and posted it online but like that is also this kind of like the kind of anxiety of like oh no i'm uh my friend hates me now because i didn't like go and hang out with them that mm-hmm. day like kind of like thing like oh yeah i yeah i think there are real anxieties in this that are universal especially if you think about it from like oh this is like a a middle schooler high schooler writing this yeah uh like those feelings can be can be really real and i i think like this concept like a couple of a few more rewrites mm-hmm. um a few a few more analysis of like gamer culture you know you add you add a few specifics here and there you you, you like contextualize whatever the demon is in the software or hardware that that can switch your bodies like that seems like one of those horror movies that could come out of nowhere and like really really surprise somebody um yeah. but we're like the we're like the the supernatural stuff is really just an allegory or like just there to like kind of soften the blow of the actual themes of the story which is like teen anxiety of like and guilt yeah. and stuff yeah like imagine imagine this is middle schoolers and this is their last summer before high school. And they're like the two best friends are going to different high schools. Yeah. They're like two counties apart, which is like an hour and a half. But to them, it's the end of the world. So, of course, like they just want to spend as much time as they can before they go to high school. But then, of course, like, you know, maybe maybe a girl gets involved. They're only like the Cortana. friendship is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Courtney. Thank Courtney you. or Cortana. Courtney. 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 Yeah. Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then the, the, and then we have local Michael sh- Chief, <laughs> <laughs> and local then sheriff, and then like I was trying to like so then like 
Georgeson. <laughs> Georgeson. Uh, or like, or George's. Our... La- what we don't, what we don't realize is George's last name is, is Johnson. <laughs> Son, thought you were gonna go over to Michael's place to play a little Halo. Whatever no, that I'm is. Michael. What? No, you're George. I'm what? Black Goo. <laughs> oh God. Uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. <laughs> this is this is everything I wanted. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what okay, next thing I have here? Oh yeah, this the scene here I have in my notes. Um, then I saw that module six 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 was playing as an ODST with no head. It was very scary, and I screamed and threw my controller at the TV, and then realized my mistake. The black ooze came out of the TV, and I ran, but it was following me. I got into my car and then it came through the open window and ate me again. <laughs> he he threw his controller at the TV earlier in like after before the scene and it cracked and the ooze came out and ate him. <laughs> Was it still cracked when it uh the second time around when it re- did it revert back uncracked <laughs> when he came back to the to the real world? Also, he has a car? <laughs> He's That's right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. He's hold at on. least 15. They they are yeah, they're at least 15. Thank yeah. you. We're putting the dots together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also just like Yeah, it just also that was there there's was, there was like a no real breaks in those sentences. It was just like everything is going ungoing and going and but and oh. Tab was not pressed once during the writing of this. (laughs) Tab was missing. Also, yeah, module six six six, classic, classic creepy cursed like profile name with and with and he's playing as an ODST with no head and you no head. Oh my god, a visual glitch! I actually had that kind of uh, glitch happen in my Minecraft server recently. (laughs) Oh no! It it happens. It happens. Yeah, I got well, one of those like wait. custom dinosaur heads that you can get from like the from uh, from the New Year's um, uh, sale or like the New Year's like giveaway kind of thing that they've been doing on their marketplace. And when you put a helmet on, it removes the um, the the dinosaur head, but also doesn't add in a normal like Steve head. So you just have a you just have you just have this like floating helmet over your over your shoulders in the game. Minecraft continues to scare me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you threw the controller, right? Yeah. Of course, fear? yeah. I was about to, and then I was like, "Wait, I I want my screen." <laughs> but maybe, wanna... maybe this is all just an allegory about not throwing your controller. Yeah, you know, keep that keep that rage tamped down, or else, like, if if I have children, I'm going to tell them, "Hey, look, if you get angry at the game and throw your controller, a black goo is going to come out and eat you <laughs> twice." <laughs> Yeah, I really feel like Nintendo nailed it for that, like by adding like the wristband, the wrist, uh, um, like the wrist straps on controllers, like on the Wii, on the Wii Mote and the nunchuck and stuff. Like, I feel like more consoles should like, like develop like some kind of like, similar, um, like device or upgrade to your to controllers. <laughs> Ooh, a bungee cord controller. That's oh. <laughs> Bungie branded. Bungie branded yes, bungee yes. cords. Bungie branded we, bungee cords. And the advertisement could be like, listen, we know you're going to rage quit. 
don't take it out on your screens. <laughs> take it. You're out emotionally stunted. <laughs> <laughs> take it out on these RGB cords. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they're LED. uh what do i have next on this um yeah so here's the next one i have this was terrifying because i i am bad at driving (laughs) i got (laughs) sorry (laughs) so so he got into his car so i guess this is like right after the the car bar the him getting into his car and stuff like that um so this was terrifying because i am bad at driving I got to the gas station and went inside and said, call the police. He's killing me. But then I looked and it was George or me behind the counter. This was bad because I was Michael and George, me in in brackets, killed Michael. I remembered that I also killed a lot of my friends because I had trust issues and they could not, they could turn, they could turn into me or sorry. And they could turn into my enemies. That must have been why they said we hate you. And I'm just like, so I read this part and I somehow got through it. And I was like, geez, this escalated so quickly. Like, this is like, what was what was in your uh, your Mountain Dew and 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 and, uh, and Doritos? <laughs> this is a bad trip you're suffering from here, George. <laughs> Look, this is why this is why you can't you can't do vintage mountain dews okay yeah you need to check check those expiration dates because we we all know if you do the do too late this is what happens yeah <laughs> like I, I again i said it earlier it's like i feel like this could have been a cool like psychological horror or there could have been a psycho- a good psychological horror in here with like george our narrator uh, he slipped into a really bad case of gamer rage <laughs> after one particularly bad run of Halo 3 multiplayer uh, and blacked out from it and actually went and killed his friends that were his uh, his enemies in the game <laughs> and is only now having to come to terms with that like the guilt and like the um, the, the realization that he did what he did in this weird surreal like journey that we have but it's just like again the writing kind of gets in the way of mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but like there's a core in here that's good <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. nobody wants friends could turn into my enemies nobody wants that yeah yeah there on the on the writing style <clears throat> uh i think review cuddles you're you're aware of garth Marenghi. Uh, yes of show. course his dark place <laughs> yes yeah. um he so uh I forget the actor's name, but he actually put out a book as Garth Marenghi called Garth Marenghi's Terror Tome. It's very good and fun. It's sort of a send-up of like splatterpunk that, nice. that genre. Um but this so it's like intentionally bad writing. <clears throat> yeah. So this reminded me of it because he because in the in the fake book, Garth Marenghi will like when he references a character to again, like say their occupation or who they are in relation to him to remind the, to like keep reminding the audience. And so like in the bit where it's like, um, this was bad because I was like, I just have to read that. Like I hear it in a British accent of like, this was bad because I was Michael and George me killed Michael. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Dark place and, and Garth Marenghi's, like that that that's satire definitely fits this <laughs> and i'll just 
because Aaron, you you uh, gave us the British accent. I'll just say like George and Michael, George Michael. Is mm-hmm. there something there? If I, I, did, I just want to make sure we, <laughs> George Michael. we said it out loud. <laughs> it's actually George Michael. Yeah, yeah. There, there. What? It's uh, this is Fight Club. Like spoilers for Fight Club. Um, they're the same person. <laughs> they were always George Michael. <laughs> what if I tried my hand at creepy posters? I like Halo. Halo. Halo, love. <laughs> God. Halo 3, Death Edition. Cortana, she's a right bird, isn't she? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, okay, well, in, in that vein, uh, I, my last thing here I have for this, it's like, uh, I then went and absorbed Chief and sent him to the room to let him know he murdered Michael, me. This infinite cycle will never end and it's very scary um frowny face emote <laughs> like literally the the <laughs> i died <laughs> <laughs> um also like something something wow uh halo 3 death edition prophesized halo infinite <laughs> <laughs> smiley face <laughs> yeah um oh, I'll, I'll, yeah, i got there yeah <laughs> It's all full circle. The uh, ring. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the halo ring. Oh God. Um. Yeah. Oh my God. Actually, that wouldn't be. <laughs> Ringu was actually a Halo uh, oh, horror movie. Stop. Oh yes. stop! <laughs> it's too good. It's too can, good. Can we get a Johnson telling us that we're gonna die in seven days? Hello, who's who's this? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You got seven days to live, Grunt. And now I know what my. I'm just gonna take this audio clip and just make that my uh, my my uh, answering machine <laughs> message. <laughs> yeah, message. I regret not being able to pick up the phone. Uh, we regret being alien bastards. We regret coming to Earth, and we yeah. most certainly regret that the uh, the core just beat up our raggedy ass fleet. Hoorah! <laughs> uh, leave, leave a message after the beat. <laughs> oh, God. I love Halo 2 so much. It's great. It's uh, great. I just, I, oh, I'm looking at a top 10 games of all time, like my personal top 10 games of all time list. I yeah. did as an exercise listening to the Get Played podcast. Um, and Halo 2, number six. On my all-time favorite games list. Yeah. It's a great it's game. Yeah. It's so good. And it's got so many good quotes. Like I still I've memorized when the 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 the, the when the prophets talk to the arbiter before he becomes the arbiter. It's like when you first saw Halo, were you blinded by its majesty? Blinded? Odd, dumbstruck? No. Yet the humans manage to evade your ships, land on the sacred ring, and desecrate it with their filthy footsteps. Noble hierarchs, please understand, but when the parasite attacked, you were right to focus your attention on the flood. But this demon, this master chief, was to be your responsibility. But yeah, yeah, I give just, my applause. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just so many worthy lines in that series like for especially like in halo 2 but yeah 
Halo Two is why we have the Call of Duty campaigns that we that people like, like Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare Two, like <clears throat> all that stuff. I think comes from a place that Halo Two story kind of said, "Hey guys, like pay attention. This this can have like an effect on people. It could be a as memorable as your favorite action movie. Like games can do this." Yeah. So. Um. So, do you guys have anything more to, to be said for Halo um, uh, Halo Three Death Edition? <laughs> it's so short. I I do think it's <laughs> worth a read. And like, it's because I kind of came into this thinking like, yeah, I like this in in an ironic way. But more, I'm like, no, I just like it as is. And I think I would love like this should exist, but also a better version of like an actual like a more concerted effort to make it as spooky as possible should also exist along next to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think final thoughts, uh, pretty digestible, uh, as a one pager halo death edition, um, stay, stay for the, stay for the story. Um, (laughs) hang out in the comments. (laughs) Yeah, I, I do feel bad for the, for the person because of the comments like the, 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 there's like one or two comments. that are just like, it sucks. And then the person like d- tries to defend themselves like you shouldn't just uh, say something sucks, uh, especially if you don't even have a uh, a username or like a, a user account on uh, on the wiki. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like I get like I, I do understand. It's like but like, yeah, that the the the, the comment of it sucks doesn't help. <laughs> no, like that's not productive. <laughs> like. Yeah, if like, if you read this and have constructive criticism, do that. Be constructive in your critique. Yeah. Um, like we've been doing this for like 45 minutes now and like we've been sort of sort of hammering at the uh, at the at the story itself, but we've also been like giving some highlights and also some ideas of like how to fix it. So um and really like for me like that's kind of like, for the final thoughts like yeah, like this this was a journey. Um I like the core idea and I, like kind of echoing you guys like it's short and like and digestible it just needs a lot of uh, uh, maybe a few more ra- a few rounds of editing <laughs> and and spell check and uh, like as of right now i wouldn't recommend it but if it was like fixed up and cleaned up i could probably recommend it at the very least give it a partial recommendation <laughs> oh yeah absolutely yeah and what does sergeant johnson think of it <laughs> <laughs> well Chief, I know you don't tell stories much, but this one felt like a fever dream. Straight out of the mouth of Cerberus as hell. But it did take me back to simpler times. And maybe, just maybe, if we ever finish this fight, Chief, maybe you, me, and Cortana, we do what they call a rewrite. How's that sound, Chief? I'm not going to lie, Sergeant. I definitely thought you were going to ask for a three-way there for a second. <laughs> That's still on the table. <laughs> Halo three-way. <laughs> God damn it. Uh. Yes. Yes, Halo three-way. <laughs> Triple kill. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh I Dude, loved I love yeah, I loved the uh the, the the announcer like kill stuff. It's like kill streak stuff. It's like kill task oh no, kill task and kill crap were from Perfect Dark Zero. But it's like 
uh kilimanjaro <laughs> oh yeah that's a good one that was the one from halo 2 because like i think that was when i think i think halo 2 was in was set in like um uh, new mombasa yes 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 that was the the city the city of new mombasa mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah um to uh to to quote the grave mind uh there is still time to stop the wheels from turning so we are going to continue on with Halo Beta. Uh, <laughs> so this one is by Posthuman Heresy on some ordinary gamers.bandom.com slash wiki. Uh, so you can check that out there if you wish. Um, this rundown, I have a little bit more coherence to it because I really like the premise of this one. <laughs> so this Halo Beta starts off with our narrator explaining that they they really like lost media specifically like games that were in beta or like copies of games or or videos and and movies and stuff like that that were like had like early concept ideas of what a game could have been like they live for for lost media material uh yeah like it it, he he lives for the lost media material because of the the potential of what could have been like these alternate stories of these of these games and and worlds and so he was playing Halo and uh, he because of a because of an accident, he broke his Xbox and had to buy an, had to buy a new one. So he went on eBay on eBay and got one for decent price by somebody who apparently worked at Bungie back in the in the early days of Halo Combat Evolved. And when he gets the the, the console finally back, it has save data for a beta halo like a beta edition of halo combat evolved so he decides to try that that save that save data out in a halo game uh he starts the game and decides to so in the original halo combat evolved you can um do the introduction to commander keys in the uh, the pillar of autumn and then immediately shoot commander keys (laughs) and get gunned down by a wave of immortal marines and just and a lot of people apparently just like they do that just to see how long they last against the Marines. The original, the original Halo Horde mode. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, and so he does this. He does this in the game. Shoots, uh, shoots Commander Keys. Cortana does the the iconic. It's like uh, the Chief's gone rogue. Um, like, 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 deal with them. And then uh, the the Marines start showing up, but he's able to kill the Marines. And everyone else on the Pillar of Autumn. So he just he just kills every all the humans he can in the Pillar of Autumn alongside the the Covenant that are attacking as well, and effectively start the the player realizes like as he starts playing this game he realizes he's stumbled into this like alternate storyline of Halo, um, where the Chief has just killed a, a a couple of key story characters, and the plot has changed as a result. Um, and through the, the machina- like through those, uh, like those key deaths or those key moments, like being altered, the story takes on a much darker turn. Um, like eventually when, uh, when he's has to, uh, reignite the, uh, the pillar of autumn's engines to destroy the halo, he can't get, uh, he can't get the item he needs because commander keys is already dead. And so he ends, uh, the master chief ends up getting overrun by the flood at the end of this, this playthrough and is then um, kind of turned into a halo, uh, into a, into a flood form version of a Spartan 
which we didn't see until like one of the later Halo games. And then the Grave Mind has control of the of the Halo ring and all that stuff and takes it to Earth <laughs> and then begins invading Earth as the Flood <laughs> with the Master Chief as like his like lieutenant or general. <laughs> and so then suddenly the character is playing as the, as this flood infected Master Chief down on a Halo 1 version of Halo 2's opening. And it's basically the the game eventually comes to an end where like um Earth is completely uh, uh, overtaken by the flood, but Cortana is on the ring still and she activates it and purges the galaxy of of all life including the flood and humanity and the covenant. And then the story, the, and then that's basically the bad end of this 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 whole premise uh, of this gameplay of this this playthrough that this guy had, and he sends a message back to the the person who gave him the control the the console, and he says, yeah, this was like an early concept. They didn't really want to go with this dark, super dark ending. I'd, I'd like you to keep it a secret. And I mean, the re- he says he's going to keep it a secret, and that he's played it multiple times, but then he's spoiling it by telling us <laughs> the reader. <laughs> so. Just it's like that, a game journalist would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <clears throat> um, Exclusive. But yeah, that's that's effectively the gist of, of Halo Beta, like the story, is it's it's a an a sort of a, a fictionalized alternate run like uh like play uh, like um actual play, like written actual play of Halo Combat Evolved if you could kill Commander Keys and change the course of the Halo story. <laughs> Um, I mean, can I can I jump in really quick? Go for it. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> quite literally, the last time I jumped into Halo Infinite, uh, there is a new cosmetic pack that is centered around the flood. So you Ooh. can be a flood infected Spartan in Halo Infinite multiplayer. Oh, right now. nice! I look. I I don't I don't know I don't know what the folks at three four three were doing trying to fix Halo Infinite, but it seems like they maybe got in on some of this creepypasta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think, honestly, like, we just need the... I, I mean, the, the galaxy of Halo doesn't need the Flood back, but the galaxy of Halo needs the Flood back. <laughs> like, I liked the, the new monster, the new or the, the new, like, alien villain of, of Halo Infinite. Um, it spoke to my, like, Cthuloid um, tendencies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the flood were just so good. <laughs> so iconically horror yeah. and gra- and horrific. <laughs> like when not, you first not like, many other in-game like enemy like I would say the flood is is as much an in-game enemy as it is like a mechanic in in yeah. Halo Combat Evolved. Um n- nothing scares me more than having to face the flood. Like in any game, like clickers, <laughs> I'm I'm good with clickers. Clickers are fine. I, yeah, I just started a like permadeath, uh, Last of Us Two remastered campaign. Oh, like, bring it on! I don't care. But like, <laughs> if you put the flood in the Last of Us, yeah, I'm putting the controller down. Like you, uh, Vincent, you uh, and uh, Aaron. I don't know if you played you you did you play Halo Combat Evolved uh, like when you were growing up. Like so the uh, Halo or I'm I'm so I went backwards. So because of the first Halo came out uh, essentially around the time when I was on my mission for, yeah, the, yeah, for the Mormon you. church. So I was not video gaming, but I did play multiplayer Halo while I was on my mission, not the story mode. So my first campaign was actually Halo 2. 
okay and i went back to the first halo and uh speaking of the flood once i got there i quit i yeah, never it, finished it's the so first scary halo. <laughs> I can't. It's hard. It's, it's, it's so a, hard. It it is also is really hard. Uh, but like, it's such a plot twist too. Like, you're playing this game as like a super soldier fighting aliens that have like blue, purple, and orange blood. It's like mm. all like super like cart- kind of cartoonish and stylized. And then you just you go into that dark swamp, and like that after Cortana has like told you, "Oh, those fools, go, chief, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Keep going, go, go, go." Mm-hmm. and um and then you you end up in the that dark swamp and like go down to that uh, that uh that facility and like there's bodies everywhere like human and covenant just splattered as like what the fuck happened here and then you pick up and literally get a found footage account from us um, from, from like from a, a marine yeah. that was with sergeant johnson and commander keys as they unleashed the flood upon the universe so good so oh. good yeah i i do remember like when I first started playing Halo, like uh, there's a reason I have a um, a, a mode when it comes to uh, playing through uh, Halo games called Easy Shitman, <laughs> where I would just <laughs> I would r- play the game first on Easy mode, <laughs> and then I work my way up to like Legendary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There um, aren't because, there aren't uh, a lot of games like that though. Like I feel the same way about Halo. Like I played Halo on every difficulty. Like every game I played on every difficulty. Yeah. Um, just because that that's like how everybody i knew played halo like you play on normal you play on easy then you keep going up and then eventually everybody's on the hardest difficulty and that's when people do the land parties and we're trying to get those last achievements and And get those skulls get get all the the, skulls uh, like like, on uh, legendary oh it's so yeah and i think and kind of like tying this to the story that we're we're reviewing here um the other thing about like legendary like the thing with halo games is that they enti- they enticed you to do the legendary difficulty because they there was secret extra like like a, a modified or a secret scene of cinematic if you beat the game on legendary mm-hmm. in almost every halo game there was a secret uh like alternative uh, scene that like revealed something about the um was happening on halo like i think in in halo combat evolved if you beat it on legendary uh sergeant johnson is fighting an elite like over over an ar like an, an assault rifle <laughs> and then the the uh, the the pillar of autumn goes off in the in the distance and he's like this is it baby hold me <laughs> and then the and then the and then the the elite hugs a chief and then cops his ass <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a like a like a great like little extra funny bit (laughs) and then like they did they did a little bit more serious things in halo 2 and 3 and some of that with that where like it was just like an extra scene of cortana stuck in like a flood infested covenant like ship Mm -hmm. or um so i think in halo 3 it was um it was just like master chief being like like revealing that master chief survived uh halo 3 and was uh had to go back into cryo or something like that something like that yeah um, man but yeah like yeah halo like the 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 alternative like the 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 flood <laughs> super creepy and they they just got creepier as it went on <laughs> I was like I, yeah. yeah like it just makes me makes me a little bit a bu- little bit bummed by the like the final outcome and the final shape of destiny slash destiny 2 like the original destiny the the it, I think it still had like a lot of that core bungee team that worked on like Halo three and Halo yeah. two and stuff, um, and I I tell you like that the the Destiny one like the first one had a lot of those like little funny elements if you go like 
if you if you really get into like all the little nooks and crannies and stuff like um <clears throat> i i stopped like following as much of the lore in destiny 2 because it it got like really really silly and yeah <laughs> similar to creepy pasta <laughs> hard, hard to parse and follow because it di- it does feel like Bungie like just wanted to wanted to tell a story that Sony wouldn't let Destiny like tell because it had to be a games as service thing. Yeah. Um and I'll be interested to see and literally this is what they're calling the final DLC for Destiny 2, the final shape. Um because the trailer the trailer looks unhinged and like it looks like 2001 a space odyssey and they've just brought all the characters back like uh, brought characters back from the dead like Cade back yes uh, oh, wow yeah, i know right aliens like, back baby <laughs> 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 so uh like just it makes me it makes me yearn for the bungee of old uh yeah. and makes makes me want makes me want their next project to be more combat evolved than anything that they've made thus far. I I feel I feel like they have a huge opportunity to make something new and fun uh that yeah. people are going to love the same way they liked Halo, so. Yeah. Um before I dive into my actual thoughts for for Halo beta, I do want to also bring do you are you aware that like in Halo 3, um there are actual like poster adverts in the game for Destiny like for like yes. pre-release Destiny? I did I did oh, really. Those. I yeah. found those. Uh, and it was like the, the the I remember like when that when that game was first out and like when when Destiny was like on the on the cusp of like on the horizon, there were so many game theories that like Destiny's going to be tied to the Halo universe and stuff like that. And to a degree, it's like kind of a spiritual like like ser- like series to Halo because they like the art. It's clear that the concept artists pulled a lot of inspiration from old concepts in Halo, like for the weapons specifically, and even like various factions of aliens in in destiny are kind of reminiscent of certain aliens in halo biomes are are like and i i say trust me because i've looked at the concept art side by side yeah. at one point <laughs> even the, yeah. even like the zones are the same a lot of the architecture like the alien mm-hmm. architecture that they use um yeah. is, is similar now like the final release of destiny and destiny 2 they like techno organic some of it up but a lot of that like um halo design like the when i talk about halo design i mean like the ring and the ring architecture and the mechanics of those giant systems and ships and stuff are so present in destiny that most most of the best destiny campaigns and destiny content has you like wiggling through pipes in a giant spaceship that's half alive traveling into another dimension because that's where uh death is and you have to kill death because <laughs> a space wizard told you to like yeah that's that's fucking cool <laughs> yeah i really loved the potential of like i loved the like when destiny was first coming out i was so psyched for it because it was like it's halo but with a lot more lean into the science fantasy stuff than the sci- than the than the military science fiction that we got in halo mm-hmm. but um perfectly <laughs> yeah uh but, but back to de- back to Halo beta and and, right, and thoughts and stuff. No, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to start with this thing here. Um, this this quote here. I love hearing about alternate ideas, alternate stories and takes, and alternate character stories that were planned. 
Most of all, I like experiencing the cut content myself, from hunting down bands' obscure demo songs to playing beta versions of games. It's digital archaeology. As you unearth the old, you discover new layers, new experiences. Sometimes you unearth things that change history. I fucking love this start to this game or to this story because this is itching like this is scratching my own like personal itch for like lost media content and like my own appreciation of like finding creepy like lost uh footage or like content for a game and stuff like that like i i have a shelf of concept books for like blizzard titles and bungee titles yeah those got that's got to be nice yeah and just have and like the, it just and actually that this plays into my next uh, th- uh my next uh, quote and comment is um in that world the master chief could ride blind wolves and fight dinosaurs elites had handheld shields and prophets and, and the prophet was a rank held by a few elites not an entire species i actually remember um the whole like bit about like dinosaurs and blind wolves in 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 og halo like in the 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 preliminary concepts for halo from behind the scenes footage i have watched uh from like i think halo 3 like there was like a a a dvd that came with with a special edition of the game that gave you a bunch of like the the history of how they they first made halo and like like from its early roots as being like derived from marathon like an early bungee title And there were there was like game footage uh, of early Halo where there were like dinosaurs on Halo. <laughs> yeah. Um. And there's like a ton of art and some of that in the in the art books for or early Halo that show like the um the fact that the prophet the prophet was a rank for elites rather than an entire alien species. I so mean, now all this is just in Fortnite. You ride wolves. I know. You fight dinosaurs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you can be uh, you can be Goku and mm-hmm. and fight the Master Chief. <laughs> and uh, the the late the last uh, Star Wars movie had a had a Fortnite tie in event. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like Lucas wanted. Yeah. We're almost I mean, be... there though. I I want yeah. I want there to be an intermission for a movie that I wasn't expecting. And in the intermission, it's like <laughs> this character is now available in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like, yeah, like that happened in, for star Wars. Like um, there's like a, a, a radio, like a signal that went out across the Fortnite for an event where it was like a ma- message from emperor Palpatine. <laughs> oh gosh. And it was, and it was like, kind of this, like, yeah. Or, yeah, it was like preluding to the fact that like somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme too. It's just so it's so dumb. It's, it's, such a, it's such a good meme. It's somehow so he returned. Somehow he returned. What? It's like I'm pretty you sure know. last we saw him, he was screaming down a vent and then exploded in blue force fire. And then but, uh, the place he was at exploded. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's nothing but dust and echoes to call back to to Halo. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah, very strong start. This, very strong start to this one. Yeah. Yeah, got me got me pumped and re- yeah, really primed the reader to be excited about what was uh coming next. Yeah. Uh and then the next thing I have uh I thought about where I could get an Xbox. Obviously, GameStop won't carry them. So, this solution was out. All of my friends had GameCubes or PlayStation 2s. 
and I doubt any would have sold me an Xbox if they had one. And the town's ain't <laughs> and the town's annual that was <laughs> that could have sounded bad. <laughs> Anal garage. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want me to tell you what's going on in my neighborhood? No, no. <laughs> time for the anal garage sale. <laughs> Chief, Chief, come over oh, here. And buy no. some of my sconces. <laughs> have they been in my anus? You'll have to. You'll have to finish this fight and find out. <laughs> That's for for me to know and you to finish the fight. <laughs> <laughs> so he's all town... overpriced. <laughs> I'm not paying fifty. <laughs> For your old shoes. Fine, Chief, fine. Give me 45. <laughs> no, Deal. No, no. Yeah, fine, fine. They're $3.43. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, game reference jokes. <laughs> we love it. We love we love referencing developers here. That's yeah. <laughs> my brand of comedy right there. <laughs> I also got this soccer ball. I am not a soccer ball. I am 343 Guilty Spock. Human <laughs> oh, human cyborg relations. Let's see, 3PO. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. Uh, all right. So oh, continue no, that with wizard this. Wizard came from the moon. <laughs> yes. All right. So I'm going to continue with this read here. Um, so yeah. And then the town annual garage sale uh, weekend wasn't for another several months. So I was left with one option the internet. Um, this seems kind of odd to me. Like at first I assumed that maybe this was more recent and he meant like GameStop doesn't carry uh, the original Xbox console anymore because I mean, GameStop barely carries video games anymore. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they might as well just uh, name it merch stop. <laughs> uh, uh, they're, but closing, I... <laughs> they're closing uh, really quickly here in yeah. New York. Uh where there used to be, I think, like two in my neighborhood, both have disappeared just overnight, gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. EB, we have them, they're called EB Games up here um, because uh, Electronic Boutique was bought by GameStop up here. Um, but um, yeah, and on, it's weird because like EB Games and GameStops, like they're, they're not doing very good. Like they're, they're relying on the merchandise. I, I get it. They're relying on the merchandise to keep the float. But we I've actually noticed in a surge in in uh, like mom Paul retro game stores popping up now mm-hmm. as a result of like like they're they're taking over that niche that uh, GameStop has kind of been neglecting because to try and try and survive their own way. Yeah, I I, I like it that way. There are a couple yeah. of those here in the city. Uh, Video Games New York, just a shout out one. They've got everything you're looking for uh, games wise. Mm-hmm. Like they even have uh, a Game Boy Advance copy of "That's So Raven" the game. Oh, man, hey, wow, yeah, that's oh, yeah. Uh, as a former employee of GameStop, let it burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 I miss the days when game. This again, hopping on my soapbox. <laughs> I miss <laughs> the days when I could walk into a GameStop or an EB Games and there was like walls of game of video games and like, like just uh little islands of like displays or like bins of, of like older games. Like, even if they don't like carry the, the newest stuff, I like that they had like a, like a bin or something for like the, for retro games and stuff like that. 
And now it just feels like I'm walking into like Think Geek, the the store. <laughs> oh yeah, which they did buy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think that's why they they bought it so that they could make it a store, uh, like like a retail store rather than a website. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um... I wish I wish they had games that went back to the same generations of iPhones that they'll take off of you now. Like that <laughs> yeah. would be really nice, just to keep parity. <laughs> like you could you could take back like an iPhone 13. But yeah. you can't get uh, what's the equivalent console? Uh, like you, you probably can't get a working 360. <laughs> no, you can't. I real talk. This week, I uh, was trying to hunt down a an HD version of Twilight Princess for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. I can't go to EB Games for that because apparently EB Games has stopped selling Wii U. <laughs> like, whoa! They, they, it is strictly Switch, uh, Xbox Series, or Xbox One and and ps5 maybe ps4 but even then i don't think they sell ps4 anymore dang it <laughs> i don't understand it <laughs> devastating yeah you should be able to buy wii u stuff at it's, every it's only game, it's, at it's, every it's, game store like it's not that i mean it's, it's like five years old but like it, people still use that over the, like as well as the switch right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah, so back to back to this. <laughs> um, yeah, so the I was I was confused at like oh wait like I thought this was like set like when like for GameStops nowadays. But then he goes on and says that like his friends all have GameCubes and and PlayStation twos, and so is this set back in the day when like those were the new titles? And like so why wouldn't like GameStops have like Halo like Xbox and Halo because like that was the heyday when when GameStop and EB Games carried those kind of like consoles and products like even like a few a few generations older than like the the current stuff right i think i think you're right and maybe for the conceit of the story there's there has to be no other way but to go on e on ebay to get to get the games yeah um but i'm trying to think like god that was such a good time in gaming (laughs) playstation 2 was yeah was the biggest thing with Xbox coming in like third behind GameCube mm-hmm. or was Xbox more popular than GameCube? I think Xbox kind of was catching up to PlayStation 2. Um yeah. like GameCube was good, but like when Xbox showed up, I think like that kind of it, they kind of stole the show for a while for uh for like Nintendo was kind of in their shadow for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then yeah, then this line is confusing <laughs> yeah so like i just so. like maybe a little bit of clarity of like when this exactly takes place like just or or maybe just like why like are, maybe all his friends are just like uh retro collectors like he is <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or they're they're in the house ha- there's firmly in sony's house or nintendo's house yeah um so I this mean, next e- thing an easy okay. fix is just like hey i know like i have to go online because xboxes are sold out everywhere yeah but yeah we can keep yeah that w- i'd love that one too yeah um so yeah the next thing i have here actually is uh possibly sergeant johnson worthy <laughs> uh so this is the this is the quote <laughs> it had an option i hadn't seen before play i hit that, I hit button, that button so hard it could have yeah you do you want you know what sergeant johnson you want to take this one take two <laughs> I haven't been in the booth in a while. Uh, here we go. I hit that button so hard, it could have filed charges. <laughs> Thank you, Sergeant Johnson. <laughs> Put my stogie back in my mouth. 
<laughs> the defense rests. <laughs> yeah, I just I really like this phrasing. It's like, wow, that is uh that's a phrase. That's that a that's a the... phrase. It's a phrase. Be kind to your controllers out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you were a controller you love, <laughs> call this number. In the arms of Halo. Yeah. Hundreds. Hundreds of Mad Cat's controllers are without homes. <laughs> Won't you adopt them and give them to your younger siblings? Images of, like, Mad Cat's controllers with missing A buttons. <laughs> Fray and, wires. And, and tape. Just rolls of tape on the wire. Or like, at the, at the, at the, uh, the spot where the wire meets the controller. <laughs> on the underside. It, yeah. And barely there, Sharpie is Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah this the story just had like really good like like compared to halo to uh halo 3 death edition this this story is like written like so beautifully (laughs) night and day (laughs) it really is yeah um and then we have this next one that's a uh bit of a long one but i'll try and get through it (laughs) Sergeant Um, johnson get ready i think there's Sergeant johnson in there yeah is he uh all right, yeah so we'll, we'll just yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> um i expected to have to kill all my marines but instead johnson back from the dead as he often does in the first halo said to john look you killed keys hell you even killed me but we're both stuck here together so why don't we work together chief and take this goddamn ship we could try to kill each other later. Understand, Chief? This was subtitled and did make a good explanation for why they'd be boarding the ship if, if Captain Keys wasn't on it. At this point, I was actually pretty impressed. Rather than having killing Keys be a roadblock, they apparently were intending, uh, they were apparently intending it as an alternate evil path with what seemed to be building to a bleaker ending. So yeah, I I have to agree. This is a really interesting idea for an alternative Halo 1 plot. <laughs> um, now, when is this going to be actually... So like for me, like I, I was... For this story, I was actually like... I was like, okay, this is really good. Like well-written, a really neat idea that they execute really well in the story where's the horror because <laughs> yeah. a lot of a lot of video game creep pastas sort of suffer from this where they just become they they forget that like the player of the game or like the the the, the person narrating something bad has to happen to them <laughs> to make it scary <laughs> and in this like don't get me wrong i love this story completely but at no point was i did i did i um have any kind of like fear for the the person narrating the story <laughs> because it was just it wasn't a cursed video game <laughs> it was a cool like alternative video game for halo that the uh the person found and played through and like they love it they still play it they still do runs of this game it's just i guess it's like the horror is more on like in the in the game in the fictional game that this story is is uh is recalling back uh, rather than like some kind of like surreal like oh the the player is starting to feel like being infected by the flood 
uh, every time uh, as the chief was getting overrun by the flood. So like, like in, how you see in like cursed video game cartridge uh, creep boss and stuff. So yeah. I was kind of like left on this, like left up in the air. It's like, I, I like this, but it's not super scary as a creepypasta. <laughs> it's, but the it's biggest surprise to me was the twist that there was no, tw- I was like, okay, when's it happening? When's it coming? And then nothing. It was just like, I played it a bunch and the dev said, keep it our secret. Yeah, and then what does this guy do? <laughs> writes it, writes a, uh, writes a story about it. I think, I think highlighting yeah. the fact that the scariest thing to do is to break an NDA. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that that was the that was the horror all along. Breaking NDA. Also, yeah, um, yeah. This uh, my my last bit on my note for this one is. Um, also, I hope Vincent will voice Sergeant Johnson. That that, that was <laughs> my entire goal. This entire episode was to have Vince voice Sergeant Johnson because you did it so well. Just so I don't get sued for your eyes only and ears, okay? <laughs> um, and then the last thing I have for for this, for my actual thoughts anyway, um, is uh, in this keysless version of keys. You're seeking to take the truth and reconciliation or what's left of it and detonate it instead. Uh, lost keys version, as it were. <laughs> insert lo- lo- insert losing your house keys or car keys joke here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. Um, I think like final thoughts. Uh, what are the, uh, like it, for me? I really just like I'm like, oh, man this is just the promise of the potential of halo. That's been in everybody's dreams. Uh, just like a fluidity of like story and gameplay and, um, like your actions as chief having consequences. Like a lot of the stuff that I guess gets more explored in the novelizations of halo. Um, like what is chief? Like, is he, is he evil? Like to, to the covenant, he is, a monster and that was yeah. always really interesting um so the for him the demon is here yeah demon. For, for, for the yeah. for chief to be universally a demon in this version of like the telling of the game that they this narrator saw i i think is pretty interesting not scary but interesting yeah yeah um aaron aaron do you have uh anything more for uh for halo beta <laughs> Yeah, I uh, so I am someone who, again, did not finish the first Halo game. You did not finish the fight. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Yeah, as someone who let someone else finish it for them, they yeah, I I like the story. I got a little lost because I'm not as familiar with the minutiae of Halo. Uh, A lot of that information has left my brain over these many, many years. Um but it was a good, yeah, I think it was just a good retelling and alternate telling of the Halo story. Uh, Chief getting floodified uh, was pretty cool and like creepy part of it that I enjoyed. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that's really just it. It's just a story. It's a story well told. And my favorite part was truly like the beginning. Like if this is just an essay on uh, about like archiving, I'd be yeah. like, "Yep, I could read this for a while." Yeah, Absolutely. it's, it's it almost reads like 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 what you see in like an essay or like some kind of like an editorial about like 
um, archiving like retro games or classic games. Yeah. Or the uh, or the or the promise of like concept art and stuff of like that in games. The importance of of archiving digital art, right? Mm-hmm. That's what archive.org is all about. I think there's a uh, I think there's a site called uh, called My Abandonware, which is just like a home for uh, games that just were like one offs or were uh, terrible at the time, good at the time, just like an archive of all that stuff. Cause it is, it's fun to go back to stuff and see exactly what, like it's a time capsule of technology development and storytelling. Like that's what games can be. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Like it's, I love like, there's so many games out there that like, they had so much promise and then they just didn't catch the, um, the audience they were looking for, or like didn't get the popularity at the time and became cult classics, but also became extremely rare to find because they didn't do well there on their initial run. Um, or games that had a lot of promise and, or like had, had the, or the, the developers had alternative ideas for them and then something happened and they had to change it. And, and we got the the finished product we got was was so different from that. Like the Mass Effect games have the have a similar situation where like the the th- the last Mass Effect game, uh, the third one, um, the ending was supposed to be much different from what we got. But there was a leaked script from um, like a few like uh, I think about like half a year or a few months before they uh, lo- they released it, and they had to go back and change the the, the product. Yeah, like so, stuff like that, yeah. like. I feel like that that stuff is even lost in like movies nowadays because there aren't like DVDs that have all the commentary and looking at the storyboards. And when the director says, yeah, you know, that shot we had to change because uh, there was a dog parade happening the other day. So, of course, (laughs) Mel Gibson couldn't be there because he's afraid of dogs. So we had to change (laughs) this whole scene. That's why I directed Dog Parade too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or it's like it's like I don't think a lot of street like that's the thing I kind of miss about D like DVDs and like and Blu-rays even like is that the the special edition disc or the or the actor or director commentary that you don't really get or see in um on streaming services. Yeah, yeah, and but, it's um, yeah. yeah, and and it's I think the importance of that that we're definitely losing is how this media gets made and like the effort that it takes to make this media. And so like with modern movies and especially modern blockbuster movies, it's very easy to say like, it's all CG and like (laughs) hand wave it as like, Oh, it's easy or it's cheap. I'm like, no, it's not. Look at the credits. (laughs) Look yeah. at all those look at all those credits. They're and, they're and five minutes long scrolling for a reason. And like the behind the scenes of visual effects, a lot of it would just be people in front of a computer. So that's hard yeah. to like show. But like I, I think we're missing the idea that media is created is getting lost. And we're Snaps definitely getting to, to the mindset yeah. yeah of it's media is I'm like no it's it's made it doesn't just happen yeah and again yeah i think this story kind of like encapsulates the spirit of those people that are like that's it's becoming a growing sort of uh mentality or a growing like interest in um 
like lost media or like the behind the scenes like concept work that went into into certain like major franchises and games and stuff. Yeah, and that's I think why the story is kind of intriguing at the very like it it it, it hits the ground running, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then keeps going. And the only thing the only thing I really have to say like uh, negatively about this this one is yeah, there's it's not spooky in like the same sense of like what i expect from a creepypasta but it's it's a really interesting actual story to read and enjoy um about a about a halo bad end like playthrough um that this person like came up with and like put a lot of thought into like how the world of halo would have changed um in in the game in the sense of the game world that this person this this fictional person is playing in this story um so yeah, I, I don't know if I'd recommend I'd, I'd recommend it necessarily as a creepypasta, but I would 100% recommend this as like if to somebody who was interested in Halo stories or stories about lost media and games, and like maybe maybe I'd recommend it to somebody who is like into creepypastas, but also into like Halo and and video games and like lost media stuff. I would I would recommend I would have recommended this story to the folks at 343 but it seems yeah. like they they beat me to it and put the flood in uh Halo Infinite multiplayer already. Um, I I I really hope they like they just bring back the flood as a new as another as a a returning threat. Oh, absolutely. They they really should. I I just look. <laughs> We could talk all day about Microsoft's game plan and what they're going to do with the Halo franchise, but this is Review Cultus. This is your show, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that to you or Aaron for that matter. Yeah, we'll we'll start another podcast later. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this hosted is, by this me, is... <laughs> Sergeant, Sergeant Johnson's Adel Garage for sale. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> I should win every Halo game. I'm the most handsome character. Yeah. I will say that was also like what of like that was Halo 3 like again spoilers for for the Halo franchise. But having having Johnson die at the end of Halo 3 was the was so heartbreaking. Hard hard to hard to stomach. Hard yeah, to cause, stomach. Cuz like he lived through so much. And then just to like go go out by by way of a sentinel beam cannon. <laughs> just, uh, just man. Because <laughs> uh, like you play through Halo 4, you're like, oh, what's this game? What's this game missing apart from like uh actual care? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I oh god, you, I you need that don't... second person in Chief's ear yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't have like all the like historical baggage of the Spartan initiative. Like, where would we be without lines like, oh, I know what the ladies like. (laughs) 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 Or like, like, or just like, like the icon, we wouldn't, if we did not have Sergeant Johnson, Halo one would not have an iconic elite, um, like, uh, phrase, like the whole, Mm -hmm. like wart, wart, wart that the elites do when they charge you. Or like basically any of their 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 um their calls like ah um that's just Johnson's lines reversed and and pitched differently. Ooh, <laughs> like, wait, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Yeah, if you if you pitch if you if you take like the the soundbite of like of of an elite doing wart wart wart, it's it literally is just Johnson saying go go go. That's rad. Wow. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. No, that's you know that's what? why that's... You know I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take that fact. Uh, I'm not sure when this is coming out, but I'm gonna take that fact into February, which is Black History Month in the states, and I'm nice. gonna say it every everywhere I can there go. You go. This actually should be getting posted sometime in February. Uh, and happy Black History Month, America! In <laughs> a wart, wart, wart to you. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think. Uh, like, sorry, unless you have anything more you'd want to uh, to to say. Oh, I guess uh, like speculatively, um, mm. like if to 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 horrify this up a little more, is, is there an ending that you can think of, or something that <sighs> would push it more into the horror realm that for me wasn't getting sucked into the game, or now yeah. I'm the chief. Well, that, well, that's the thing. Like, I I need. The, the, that's that you need like for me like to make this actually like a kind of to elevate it more to like a a vigi a vigi pasta or like a video game creepy pasta. There has to be that kind of supernatural element where something is affecting the player itself that uh, as they play this game. So like, what if like he hears skittering behind him like down the hall like, and he's the only one playing like in his apartment or something like that as he's playing this game. And he just and or he hears like the kind of the the quintessential um like uh like the scratching and scratching of like one of those uh flood infection forms mm -hmm. like skirting around in his in his apartment or even starts hearing like behind him the uh the pentameter uh uh phrasing of the grave mind. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that would be I, good. Like yeah, just even like some kind of psychological thing where he's he just he starts hearing the grave mind like talking to him <laughs> would might be interesting or or one another that's a cool like cliff for hanger kind of ending which i th think is is very creepy pasta like of like now this creepy thing happened and that's the end of the story yeah in your imagination they could after he played this beta version he could have been like and then i told all my friends about this and they're like what are you talking about that's that's just halo one that's the oh! Yeah, that's a good one. I that's how it actually loved, happened. Yeah, I love it. Basically, he so it's like that Mandela effect um uh theory where like he shifted universes. Mm -hmm. Like he shifted into a universe where Halo combat evolved was this. And you still you still get like you can still keep like the ending where the dev's like, now keep this our little secret, you know? Because the yeah. dev the dev is the one that's like, Yeah, I made a portal to other dimensions through gameplay. <laughs> yeah, I made a keystone. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the console. <laughs> <laughs> you just see, like, like the, it's actually just the Grave Mind selling this on eBay. <laughs> yes. It's like there is still time to stop the wheels of the Red Ring of Death from turning. <laughs> that was always like the the worst nightmare for for an Xbox user is the Red Ring of Death. Mm -hmm. Oh. So many brought in, and I had to tell so many people. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> we can't. We can't take it. Yeah, yeah, Aaron, thank you for your service. You're on the front lines of the Red yeah. Red Wars. <laughs> Do you want to know what it's like to have ten moms come in every morning asking for a wee, <laughs> <laughs> and then go full Karen? <laughs> Most were very nice. It was it was definitely it was like we couldn't reserve them. Yeah. Uh, we could the best I could do would be like, 
It's supposed to come at this time. If you're here, you're here. Yep. But like yeah. in five minutes, like people waiting as the like as UPS was dropping them off. It was insane. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Vince, do you have any uh, uh um ideas for like how to make this a little bit more like kind of um like I guess viscerally spooky, like rather than just like kind of spooky in the fiction of the fiction? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll start by saying like traditionally, I'm not a very spooky guy. I don't. Yeah, that's I don't true. Seek out spooky content, so this is just fine for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a Vince approved pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I feel like there's, I think one way would be to have like the, uh, eBay seller to be like constantly checking in. It's like, you haven't told anybody, have you? I really mean like, don't tell anybody. Um, and then, you know, somehow it gets out or the, the review, the, or the seller finds this post, um, and it's like in the comments, I, that would be cool if like the person that sold it is in the comment. On this, yeah. being like, I told you not to tell anybody. Ooh, that would be a nice, like, kind of like sort of um ARG sort of element to it, where like, yes, it goes into like, yeah, like has like the person has somebody play as that person. Yeah, I I kind of like what you what you brought up earlier with like like him saying like constantly like pestering him. Kind of goes into stalker mode, where it's just like, uh, the guy like he mentioned it to one of his, some of his friends, like not on a board or anything like that, just like in real life. And then, like, mm-hmm. he gets a couple of messages, like, "Why were you sending it to? You? Uh, why were you talking about the game to your friends there at blah blah, blah uh, address?" And like, "Oh shit! <laughs> like, why are you stalking me?" <laughs> yeah, it's like NDAs, <laughs> the true horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just Big Brother Bungie shows up. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Because um, I, I don't know. I, I think I don't. I don't want to take away from all the work of you know making this alternate path for halo uh the halo story so i i want to keep as much of that intact as possible but yeah Yeah. you make you make the uh narrator um constantly looking over their shoulder like somebody's coming for me because i can't keep my mouth shut about how great this game is like Mm -hmm. something compels me to say it at any given moment (laughs) i know i should stop but (laughs) yeah i just i keep i'm compelled (laughs) it compels me Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's that uh now that vigil that vigil pasta trope of just like i know i should stop playing this or tell or tell people but i can't exactly um also yeah like it's like somebody like, or like he he plays the game because like usually in there's there's there is a trope also in video game uh, creepastas where um the person plays the spooky game and then the game uh erases itself from the console or like fries the console or mm. does something like to the console oh itself gosh. so like yeah yeah the black goo perhaps <laughs> no. black goo, yeah or or that that being like the thing that drives our protagonist mad is like oh i i just had the best halo experience that's ever like the best gaming experience ever like it's the biggest high for them and then the the game wipes and they spend the rest of the story trying to convince people that it was real yeah oh yeah like that was like but like it's like like when once you like once you touch heaven you can't like like everything else uh feels dull and or gray mm-hmm. by comparison kind of thing like once you've reached like set like such a, a high a high i guess high <laughs> um everything oh, is, what, is just ash <laughs> i got it because that's that's what happens 
when he tells somebody. Yeah. If he keeps it a secret, he can go on playing, but he ha- he can't not tell. And so he told somebody, and then the he game did, went away. Uh, bring their yeah. friend over to try and watch it. Mm-hmm. Tried to stream it on TikTok or on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. On no. Twitch. <laughs> yeah, Twitch talk. Oh, God. That is probably where TikTok's going eventually. Is It's either going the way of Vine or it's going the way of Twitch. Oh, yeah. But, Whoever uh, wins, we lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's, that's very true. Um, yeah, honestly, I really like the the. Uh, I think out of all of our uh, like the our, our suggestions for this, I think mine my mine goes to uh, the Mandela effect. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like uh, the the he he goes and tells his friends, and then it turns out that this game was, uh, like like to the world, this is how Halo was. Mm-hmm. The bad ending is actually the only the secret bad ending that uh if you play that version again, it goes to the what we know as the the actual like playthrough of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just a recursive circle. <laughs> like the ring. Yes. <laughs> Always linking the rings back together in this conversation. Yeah. Uh but um yeah, unless you guys have anything more to say, uh do we want to wrap no, it up? I think or... two, two, one good story, but two fun stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. over there and on that. Yeah, good, like good picks. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I, I, I definitely like. I, I remember finding Halo Three Death Edition just by like googling Halo Creepy Pasta. Uh, after you guys had done your um uh, your Creep Pasta uh, theater back in uh, October and November, I think. Or mm-hmm. maybe it might have just been like yes. all of October. Yeah. Um, and I remember like watching those with bated breath, by the way. Like I, I loved those those episodes on Kame House Party. <laughs> Thank you. Um and I was like, okay, I need like after listening after hearing the Sergeant Johnson impression, I was like, I need to find Halo stuff. Like <laughs> uh like Vincent uh, like Vince and I, like you we have like uh like this like big love for Halo and like that period of gaming that's like, yeah, I need to find something so I can so I have an excuse to have you guys on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good excuse. Yeah, Keep them coming. To be here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I found that one, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is not great." But there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I was able to find at least one more Halo creepypasta out there. Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. Um. If you want to send us emails, you can go to aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. We can also leave us suggestions for other creep pastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, where can uh where can the good uh, folks hear from you guys? Oh, we we do a little podcast called Kame House Party. <laughs> uh <laughs> where we're going through every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball. Uh, it is the universe's only improv comedy watch, Dragon Ball watch-along podcast. Um, wherever fine podcasts are sold, you can catch that. Um, we are also streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kame House Party. Um, every Wednesday, we play a variety of games and have a variety of fun. Um, I do a, a less funny, still good, <laughs> a podcast called uh, Thinking Too Hard About Anime with Noah Carden, uh, where we get where we deep dive 
into anime series and creators. We're on Evangelion right now. And uh, I like to I like the tagline for Aaron's uh, show, Thinking Too Hard About Anime, the mm-hmm. easiest anime listening podcast out there. Uh, yeah. And actually, like, yeah, uh, Thinking Too Hard About Anime, like speaking of archivist, uh, um, like sort of like material and like th- like looking into like looking into things that were like like the concepts of things and 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 media and such like i think that fits there too or kind of fits with yeah, that. we 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 try and find as much as as we can in in what's available and especially with a side note especially with evangelion just the fans are so rabid that they're very good <laughs> yeah. at not uh not just like compiling the information uh, of the production but like organizing it and putting it in just one one whole site yeah it's a, it's a good bunch of freaks you found <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's i don't know vince uh show, i think there, there's oh yeah there's a little, there's yes, a little yes, yes. show in new york that you uh host. there's a little show hit in new york and streaming uh you can go to caveat dot and caveat nyc.com or just search caveat theater uh on your search engine of choice um shonen chumps uh i am one of the three hosts of new york's premier anime comedy variety show uh we've got amazing segments like anime sports center uh there's a character segment there's always some good music amv theater at the break and then we always wrap with uh, some improvised anime with our with our own house team of hand-picked improvisers uh, that that kill it every time we step on stage. So please check out uh, the Shonen Chumps. Our next show is February 16th. That is Friday, February 16th uh, at 7 p.m. at caveat.com, caveat NYC. Uh, you can watch it streaming live uh, wherever you are in the world. So please check that out. Awesome. Yeah, I'll, Shonen Chumps, like that—that that got me when I first heard that. <laughs> As yeah, somebody baby. who used to read Shonen Jump, so we're yeah. we're taking we're taking the jump out, putting in some chumps, mixing <laughs> it up, making it fun. Nice. <laughs> um, and yeah, um, for Aldente Rigamortis, if you like to support us financially, you can go to Patreon and select the back of tier you'd like to support us at at Aldente Rigamortis. Uh, we've got two dollar and five dollar tiers with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that help support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void after I throw my controller into the TV and <laughs> crack opens up and uh, black goo eats me. <laughs> um. And without your without the, your authorship, without the writing that you do, and po- have the courage to post online for people to listen or to, to read and rip apart or enjoy. <laughs> Thank you just as well, because if you didn't do that, we wouldn't have this show. We wouldn't have this conversation. So thank you. Here, here. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I've been a guest, Aaron J. Shelton, and I'm still scared. And I've been Sergeant Johnson signing off for the last time. Ain't that a bitch? And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.